Welcome to It's a Slate of Mind with Allison Hazelden. This is the entertainment industry's video podcast, where we spark honest, unfiltered conversations within the community about things we're all thinking about, but don't talk about enough. I invite you to join my circle of friends, both new and old, as we tackle the industry together. Welcome back to It's a Slate of Mind. I'm your host, Allison Hazelden, and I am so happy that you're tuning in today. If you've seen it on Instagram, this week's challenge is a big one, and it's all about self-tapes. We all have peaks and valleys when it comes to the number of auditions we get per week, right? That number will ebb and flow based on a number of different variables, including the time of year, the market that you're in, your typecast, your agent, and so on and so on. It is entirely out of our control. What is in our control, though, is maintaining those audition skills. So if you're having a slow audition week, how are you keeping your skills greased up and ready to go? Well, this week's challenge is about doing just that. I challenge you guys to do three mock self-tapes this week. If that number seems too much or too little for you, feel free to pick a number that seems like a good goal for you and where you're at right now. Um, but I would suggest picking three different sides featuring characters in your typecast, those wheelhouse characters that you're going to get most, most frequently, um, and ideally from projects that shoot in your market. Um, so, you know, I'm not talking about really digging into some crazy new type of character that's super out of your range of typecasts or something that's big and juicy and meaty. Unless that's really just what you want to do this week, that's great. I'm just talking about what are some some uh, mock self-tapes that would be really reminiscent of the projects and the auditions that you get most frequently uh, because those are the muscles that you really need to work on. So uh, shoot these three self-tapes and treat them like real auditions because we got to keep those auditioning muscles warm, people, Okay. There is no excuse for not being ready when the real auditions arrive. You train like you fight, and you fight like you train. As always, feel free to let me know how this week's challenge is going for you. You can tag us on Instagram with a screenshot of your mock self-tape for a chance to be featured. You can connect with us at It's a Slate of Mind or at Allison underscore Hazelden. Now, on to this week's episode. Our guest this week is the incredibly smart, talented, and badass Hannah Panuski. Hannah wears a lot of hats, including actor, director, producer, and so many more. You may have seen Hannah in projects like Ozark and The Resident, and soon in Mr. Mercedes and Gemini Man, starring Will Smith. Hannah and I had such a fun time creating this episode that we actually ended up talking for almost two hours after we stopped recording. Um, We just had a blast. And she is one of the coolest people I've had the pleasure of getting to know this year. And, you know, she really is just a shining example of what a strong woman in film looks like. And she really just inspired me. So today's conversation covers all things self-care but specifically for actors looking to ensure that they are fueled and rested and ready to take on a lifelong career. Um, We bust the self-care myths. We share our favorite ways to practice self-care. We talk self-care on a budget and what financial self-care looks like. We talk about social media, traveling, and so much more. I am so excited for you to meet her. Here's Hannah. 
Uh, yes, my name is Hannah Panuski. I live in Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> you know, I feel like I'm going to a slate. Are you, are you from here? Uh, yeah, basically. Okay. Um, I was born in LA, but we moved here when I was super, super young. So okay. I grew up in Marietta. Um, and it was cool to kind of, both my parents are in, are in the industry. So it was cool to see things kind of like grow and evolve. Yeah. Um, but I never really, uh, paid much attention to it because it never really applied to me until I went to college and was like, Oh, this is actually what Mm. I want to do with my life. So then I would start to like pick my dad's brain about things. Um, my mom's. Did your parents move here because they were pursuing acting here or they just felt, were they from here? Did they like, what, what made them want to move? Yeah, they, um, couple things, but, uh, I think the biggest were, um, cost of living was just so much better here than it was in LA. Cool. And they really wanted a family and, um, also, the earthquakes. Oh, I yeah. I was about two or three when the 94 earthquake hit. Okay. And uh, mom was like, love you to my dad, but um, I'm going back to Georgia where I'm from, where okay. there are no earthquakes, and my child will be safer. And he was like, okay, cool. I'll put the dog in the car, and we'll drive across the country. Aww. So that's what they did. Cool. Um, yeah, my mom flew very pregnant with my sister and myself, and then dad drove across the country. Wow. And so we grew up here, and it was a great place to grow up. I mean, I really I think about it a lot. Like, uh, we definitely um, lucked out with – uh, having two parents that are in the arts and pursuing what they really love. Yeah. But then also like we were always a priority and mm-hmm. we're all very close. And um, yeah, so the, I, I grew up uh, riding horses um, up cool. by Lake Alatoona, which was really beautiful. So on the weekends I was like trail riding and um, then in high school got into theater. And nice. um, my dad also uh, was there at the beginnings of the company acting studio which oh, is here okay. in town. And so I did um, like Peter Pan and Chronicles Cute. of Narnia when I was a kid. And Aww. so that was really fun. Yeah. Um, but then I kind of looped back into it when I got into college. Sure. And, um, From like a different angle. I'm exactly. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And, and a much more kind of aware, like, oh my gosh, I have to pick one thing to do for the rest of my life. Yeah. Well, this is the most fun. So sure. I'll do that. Sure. Um, and yeah, we were actually, I remember like, when we were going on college visits and stuff, I was a history major or I thought I was going to be. And then I was like, Oh, but I really love telling stories. Um, mm. Like I've always been a huge uh, reader and um, movie watcher and yeah. love consuming stories and telling them as well. And so um, realized that was like going to be a path for me and uh, switched my major the minute I got to school and um, started school in Georgia, uh, went to Georgia college and state university in Milledgeville and then I went and studied abroad um, in London and oh, the cool. London Academy of Music and Dramatic Art. Fun. I love that. Incredible. Um, definitely the acting intensive that I was hoping for. And it like it actually made me an actor cool. and feel confident saying that I am yeah. an actor. And then um, once that was over, I came back and I had already started working uh, as a production assistant. Okay. Um, on a couple of uh, TV shows and um, bigger films that had started coming mm-hmm. to town because things were really like, yeah, happening. Yeah. When I um, got close to the end of college, about 2013. Sure. 14. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Um, that was like, things were blown up. Yeah, exactly. So that was super cool. And uh, did that and um, learned a lot very quickly as a PA. Um, it's a really tough. It is the toughest job on set. Sure. I mean, you're not paid nearly as much as everybody else is to be there, and you're there the longest. But if you can glean everything from every day on set and just 
soak it all up, you'll learn a lot really quickly. And I got in with a couple of amazing first ADs who were, uh, and second ADs who were um, respectful and down to teach us. And yeah. um, so that was a great experience. And then I got really burnt out because I'm exhausted. Sure. I mean, your call time's 4.30 a.m. and you're yeah. there until... It's long days. Uh, yeah, long days. And the crew um, works so much harder than actors they do. in a lot of ways. Yeah. And, and a couple of years into it, by that time, I had signed with my agent and... Okay. So I stepped back from being a PA and sort of sidestepped into mm. um, working in like the commercial, industrial, and cool. indie world. Uh, and like as a coordinator or locations manager, and then started producing for a couple of uh, educational companies and industrial cool. companies oh, in town. Cool. Yeah, I really like it. And uh, also working as a first AD on like commercials and industrials. Um, which does pay better, which is great. Yeah. And the days aren't as bad. And like you shoot for three days and you're done. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. And then like kind of flash forward a couple of years later and I've gone to all the networking events in town, which I really honestly do like. I mean, yeah. if you can get over the fact that networking sucks for everyone, then you're just, you just know that everyone's in this together. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. We talk about that. We have Michael's episode was all okay. about networking, Cool. which makes sense um yeah but yeah I and I'm very much one who like I you know I'm an introvert and mm -hmm. my batteries burn out but like I always think of it like this is shitty for everyone so like maybe yeah. if I go in and like my goal is to make it less shitty for the people I talk to then like that's that's a win for me exactly you know exactly and like me and my friends used to say like just meet one new person yeah at every event just yeah. one even if it's just like a brief interaction sure you never know who you will meet and you really don't like yeah yeah a couple of years later now like I'm pulling on people that I met from a year or two ago to like sure. make more projects with and we all have sort of sharpened our teeth on different right. things um even though we were pretty green not that long ago yeah absolutely um, yeah yeah and I like too I mean I think you know I mean I always encourage everyone to train at multiple studios with multiple coaches just to get some experience but I find even just like your communities, like if you're really in with certain groups, mm -hmm. like doing that can kind of just even not to say that you're going to join another group as well, but like you'll just have more eyeballs on like what's going on yes. in the community. Yes. And like, I understand how people think that this industry can get clicky because it definitely can, but there's a difference in clicky and having a really great group of collaborators around you. Sure. And when time is money, uh, and also you don't have any money, <laughs> you tend to gravitate toward who you can trust. Yeah. Uh, and know is going to show up on the day and have the right equipment and, sure. um, you know, be reliable. And so, uh, there's an amazing tribe of people here, um, that I've found and, and other people too, that I'm still getting yeah. to know like yourself, <laughs> um, who are all like, we want to make good work right. and we want to do it in the right way and not, you know, necessarily like burn any bridges or sure treat people really crappy um so yeah no there's there's a lot of really cool things happening here yeah. and like independent stuff that's being made from the crews that are here to work on the bigger stuff right you know? yeah and I like the way that you that you kind of framed that because I think that's a big fear and like misconception that people have is perceiving those groups as clicks mm -hmm. but I think when you realize why People are kind of keeping to certain groups because of the work that they're doing. Mm -hmm. You know, the people in groups, obviously there are some that are not so friendly, but I think a lot of those groups are actually really welcoming to new people. It's just 
they're so busy. Yeah. You know, so it's like if you like, I think I hope that it's never a deterrent for for like new people coming in. It's like it might seem like a click, but like if you give it a shot and like try to make some friends, I'm sure most of our groups, especially in Atlanta, are gonna yeah. be super welcoming and like excited to meet you. And it might take a little bit, but like eventually it's gonna be okay. Yeah, and like just yeah. work on making yourself more valuable. Oh yeah. You know? Um and doing that in a healthy way. Yes, in a very healthy way. That it's not dun, just dun, for dun. other people. <laughs> Segways. Yes. Segways. I was going to say, is there anything else we need to know about you? Oh, um, I don't know. I guess, yeah. So, like, right now uh, I produce and I also um, AD first and second. And um, I'm also an actor, so primarily mm-hmm. an actor. Uh, and last year was a really amazing year. And this year has been really great, too. So hopefully things will build. But I know that this is my, like, it's a long game for yeah. me. I'm going to be an actor for the rest of my life. Yeah. I know that. Uh, I'm not under any pretenses to, like, hit it big really young. Sure. No, there's no get rich quick schemes no, here. No, <laughs> not at all. There's really no getting rich. But, you know, if, if you can build a life for yourself that's, like, sustainable in this, mm-hmm. then freelancing and making art, whether it is behind or in front of the camera, will be sure. super fun because it is, like, one of the coolest yeah. industries to be a part of. So freaking cool. Yeah. And you're such a great person to have on the show because you can kind of speak to all those different sides. She's hey, a boss I, lady, guys. I will try. She's a boss lady. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so we are going to segue a little bit into our conversation for today, which is about longevity and in terms of self-care for longevity and kind yeah. of what that means for us as actors because self-care, I mean, I feel like, that word is thrown around a lot today, mm-hmm. like not just in our industry, but just in the world in general. And I think it can mean different things to different groups. Yep. And there's a lot of misconceptions around it. Um, so what would you say are some of the really common misconceptions and traps that we kind of fall into when it comes to self-care that you've noticed? Uh, well, yeah, like even self-care, I was going to say, you're right. Like people do throw that term around a lot because it's used to market whatever things, yeah. you know, fill in the gap here that we really don't need. Right. We don't need, especially as women, but also men too. Like there are so many, you know, cosmetic lines or um, fashion brands that, you know, try and sell you stuff through the, um, under the moniker of self-care. But really what it is to me and kind of why I wanted to talk to you about it today is it is different to everyone. And it's something that I try and remind myself of always. Like I'm mm-hmm. not going to ever pretend like I am a absolute authority on it. Or, sure. or many things, really, because I always think that there's room to learn. Um, but I try very hard to like have these conversations with a lot of people because I think that the more we do talk about it, then it encourages yeah. each other to strive for it. Um, but back to your question, I think that um, yeah, people think that you need like self care includes like going on like trips all the time, so you have really pretty right. Instagram posts, <laughs> or you know, being able to like afford massages and like a whole um, spa day, spa day, Every yeah, other week. like new clothes yeah. or buying whatever crap is tried trying to be like shoved down your throat. But it truly is like for me seeking balance while I'm constantly working because yeah. I know that I work a lot. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, because that, and I think that one of the things too is like, and we'll get into this, like, you know, as you said, self-care is different for all of us. But I think even for us, like self-care for me one day could mean something totally different than another day in my week, um, depending on what's going on and depending on how I'm feeling and depending on what's coming up in my week, like how much time you have. Um, I think there's 
a formula for each of us and that can change daily. Yeah. So, and it gets, it gets quite overwhelming all of this because especially if you're like constantly freelancing or constantly trying to drum up more work for yourself, if you don't like kind of sit back and lay out your week and really Mm -hmm. schedule in like time for you, you will be exhausted all the time, totally scatterbrained. And because, and I'm saying this because I am there sometimes and I have to like pull back. Um, And yeah, just you run yourself ragged trying to find the next gig Mm -hmm. or stay on top of the pulse of what's going on. Sure. And you should strive for those things. I mean, that you you have to in this business understand what's happening and what's casting and everything. But uh, if you want like longevity in this and not to be like the starving artist, I would say starving, honestly, like. It's not only financially, but yeah. energetically as well. Emotionally, mentally, yeah. Then you got to like uh, seek out, um, yeah, that balance for yourself and like what is good for you and, sure. and uh, as a human being and not just an actor or uh, Absolutely. Actor. Like no one can be on all the time. Like that's God, just no. not possible. And if you can do that for a certain length of time, it's not going to last forever. Yeah. Um, but I love what you said about like, scheduling time for yourself I literally make appointments in my google calendar just like I do for my clients I think I mentioned it on here before just like I do for my clients I make an appointment for me good and whatever that is and so to me I think it's it can be really easy if you like you know think about it in the morning like oh like I want to like take some time to do this for me today but it can be really easy for that to just like fall to the wayside if things get nuts so if you like have it in your calendar it's blocked off you can't schedule anything over it yeah your google calendar will like yell at you good it should yell at you because because ultimately too and and i've seen this a lot i also do one of my part-time jobs is i also work at a taping service in town okay and so i have this conversation with a lot of actors um and we talk about like oh like people will see themselves on screen and be like god i look so tired and then we'll go into conversations about like well what did you like do this weekend Mm -hmm. and they're like oh well I had all these things to do and then I also had work stuff to do and like so you didn't like prioritize your sleep which I again like I am so guilty of so many uh, things like this but reminding yourself that not only do you need to take care of who you are as a person for you know so you don't like have like a mental break but also like it really will show up on screen if you look super tired all the time or if you don't have the time to like know who you are and know what you can bring to a character Mm -hmm. And then actually deliver that like in a self-tape or in the room. Mm -hmm. If you don't have the time for yourself, if you're not balanced as a human being, then your audition is going to be like underprepared and you're going to look exhausted. And if you're auditioning for The Walking Dead, sure, that might work. But, (laughs) you know, and especially I think too, as young women in our 20s, like there is an expectation to be like fresh faced and rested and like. Sure. I mean, especially in like the commercial market, especially like it's. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's exactly what I was going to go into next. I mean, why is it so important for actors specifically? And I think you hit it, the nail right on the head. I so much like our bodies are our instrument and oh, right. our minds and our hearts. Like we need all of those elements to do a good job in our job. Yeah. And so the, the thought that we are, you know, I kind of think of it like that, like, just like I do with, I have my little introvert meter of like, how is my battery doing for socializing? Yeah. I think we're the same way, like with my body for performing. I'm like, okay, I, you know, have scheduled this, this, and this in my week, or I'm, you know, doing this, working on this. And like, I have to like think of it in that way and look ahead to know what could potentially be coming up mm-hmm. and how much recovery time am I going to have or not have? Mm-hmm. Because 
we all have our limits and some people, you know, can go and their bodies can go a lot longer than others and before showing those signs of weariness, but Mm -hmm. oh yeah, girl. Oh, I'm not one of those people. If I'm tired, I'm tired. People in jobs, if you, like I work in marketing, Mm -hmm. so like my whole job is on my computer. Mm -hmm. Like if I don't have my computer and I don't have Wi-Fi, I it's going to be really hard for me to do my job. Mm -hmm. So I take really good care of my computer Mm -hmm. and I, you know, pay to make sure that I have Wi-Fi Mm -hmm. that works really well. And I feel like as actors, we kind of, it's very easy to forget that that same concept applies to us and our bodies are the equivalent of that computer or Wi-Fi. And you're right. And so I didn't remember my point. So yes, you're absolutely right. So like your, your body is your instrument. It, It is your, uh, the thing that you are marketing. Really. Yeah. Um, so taking care of it is super important. Also, you know, you can like write off all of the healthy things you do for yourself, <laughs> which is super cool. Um, yeah. And so it's just, it, it's, it's so important and it's also really valuable when it comes to like building a character and being able to know what you can offer. Mm-hmm. I mean, like a lot of people don't really take the time to like know who they are in the world or experience other sure. things. I mean, when all you're doing is pursuing acting it's going to, you're, and maybe this isn't like, this is way too sweeping general of a statement, but it will probably be hard for you to truly identify what it's like for some character that you're auditioning for to live in whatever world they're living. And what I mean by that, because that was the weirdest sentence I've ever said, <laughs> is if you don't like also experience other things, you don't also like, you know, go on a super long hike and experience what it's like to be like a survivalist, or if you don't also teach a job or teach a job, um, work at a job where you're a teacher or Mm -hmm. work at a coffee shop and be a barista. Like you need those other experiences in your life outside of acting to not only be balanced, but also know what it's like to be a human in all of those different areas of the world. Scenarios and dealing with different people. Exactly. So that when you audition to play a survivalist or a teacher or a barista, you actually know what you're talking about. Right. Um, and that, I say that too, because I've played many baristas <laughs> because I used to work in coffee. Right. I would be, I would be so I, clueless if I had to be a barista because yeah. I've never had that experience, which is not to say that like it's necessary, but it really helps <laughs> just to like give you more to work with. I mean, even for me, like my big thing is like, I, um, for me, it's more like cultural yeah. and social. Like I'm so thankful that where I grew up in Orlando, Florida, I had the chance to, you know, become friends with and get to know people from literally every culture you can imagine and like learn about their families and learn about, you know, like my, my school, like I had people from all around the world and their, like their parents were like from there and they were first gen, um, in the States. And so that really helped me to like understand different ways of thinking and stuff like that, which like from a psychological perspective helps me so much with my characters. And so things like that, like, even if it's not like, you know, I, I'm all about trying new things and activities and things like that. But if that's not doing it for you, like just go out and like, try to like make friends with someone who is from a completely different background than you. Right. Because like part of self-care and and a balanced life is, is knowing people that are outside of this industry, Yeah, which is another thing that I think a lot of us (laughs) talk about doing, but we work so much that it's hard to do, but having friends outside of this industry is a breath of fresh air oh, yeah. to not talk about all this stuff and let's talk about something else let's talk about the fact that like you work at Emory and like you have to deal with like patients yeah. all day what is that like sure and then like oh I have an audition coming up for the resident <laughs> I could probably draw on this but don't think about that in, 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 in right. the moment listen to right. your friend and be present but right. you know like 
it is it's it a good is reality check to, yeah exactly see yeah. outside of yourself and outside of this industry and um just have a life outside of it and yeah and yeah Oh, I totally agree. And I think that's, and that kind of like segues into like my next question with some, some actual examples of the really broad spectrum of self care, Mm -hmm. which one of my things is that, um, just calling a friend and like having an hour long conversation with someone that you haven't talked to in a while, preferably whether they're in the industry or not. Like sometimes for me, like that just like really like lifts my energy and like makes me feel really excited and you get that mental break from the hubbub of your day and my favorite thing to do especially in this city that is so green and there's so many outdoor opportunities or like not even just like in the city but hiking outside of it yeah. is just like go on a walk with a friend yes. and talk about stuff and like either vent or talk about something entirely different or yeah. you know talk about like weird sure know, dark how we're are talking you about die my, my like... weird birthday party <laughs> that I'm planning um, macabre things or whatever but yeah. just, you know like go for a walk and talk to someone and, and right. interact and get away from all of the stuff that sure. we're pursuing and in this city that there's like you know the belt line and a lot of really nice nature trails yeah it's easy to do oh I love that and that's great too because you're kind of combining like multiple things in one where like yeah. you know you're getting some movement in your body you're getting some fresh air you're mm-hmm. with a great companion hopefully mm-hmm. um but something like as simple as that I think for a lot of people maybe that's not it for you but like for sure. Hannah and I that's a great way that you can practice self-care is just like reserving that time to do things that are filling you up with good energy so like that's a really good example um for me like yeah. I know Hannah and I both love nature mm-hmm. so I know some people who hate nature so the yes. idea of like going for a hike <laughs> Or, like, going out on a lake for the day, that might sound miserable to you. And, like, that's one of the things. It's, like, I feel like we see things like that and, like, someone will, like, make a comment about, like, how they're there and it's really, like, restorative for them. And then the rest of us will be, like, oh, my gosh, like, do I need to go on a hike to feel like I'm doing self-care? And that's not the case. No, because the the primary word in all that is self. So (laughs) know yourself. Oh, yeah. Amen to that. What makes you – what helps you rest and get feel rejuvenated – um, and it could totally be sitting in a bookstore and, you know, reading a book all day, mm-hmm. or it could be, it could be going to get your nails done or, sure. you know, playing tennis or whatever, but yeah. making sure you prioritize that time is good. Yeah. I wrote down a few. So like, yeah. you know, exercising and that can mean like yeah. anything. Cause I know, like, like I said, again, like some people exercising is stressful for them and yeah. they don't like it and that doesn't make them feel good about themselves. So if that's the case for you, I mean, you probably should incorporate some exercise in your day, but don't make that your self-care time. Like for me, or like pick an exercise that's really positive for you. Like I love yoga. I'm obsessed with yoga. Like that is me time. Mm -hmm. And it also happens to be an exercise. So that is something I do for self-care, but for other people, like they hate it and that doesn't resonate with them, but they love going to like a dance class or something like that. That's a great example. Or if you just really like going to like the normal gym and that's good for you. Sweet. Yeah. Awesome. It's like things like that. If you are into, I know we've, I feel like we've been like bagging on, um, (laughs) the spa stuff, but like, if you really, spa stuff is great. No, it's great. It's clutch. Like I I highly recommend. Yeah. However, like I am a freelancer. You are a freelancer. Like, you know, the greatest misconception about anyone in this industry is that any of us have money. And, uh, you know, sometimes we like don't, sometimes things are tight. And so you have to like look outside of just like the, um, bourgeoisie ways sure. of taking care of yourself. Um, but I definitely agree with the exercise thing too. And that's actually been yeah. a recent, uh, uh, experience for me. I like the last year have like picked up and enforced a lot more, um, 
healthy habits, including exercise, because it helps so much with my anxiety. Sure. Oh, yeah. So much. It's just such a release of all the bad stuff that we pick up, you know? Yeah. I agree. And it's just – and like I said, like, it can be – whatever exercise works for you. Right. Um, but I think the results of that for us, like mentally and emotionally for that self-care aspect is just yeah, so good. I literally like sat down one day and was like, okay, what things I'm feeling overwhelmed. I'm feeling exhausted. One things in my life, do I know help with like my anxiety and my exhaustion? And, like one of the things that stood out to me was just like going to the gym or like getting in a really good workout. Yeah. And I know like for a friend of mine, like her like favorite thing in the world to do is just go for a walk. She hates the gym and she's not a fan of yoga. And like, but that for her is her time where she can like move her body, like be by herself and sort of feel rejuvenated. And so, yeah, just knowing what works for you. Yeah. And I think, and that's something like, I I don't think it has to be a negative. I feel like a lot of times exercise gets kind of all weird when people talk about it, but like, oh yeah, people left and right will tell you what you should be doing. And I know that's kind of ironic considering what we're talking about right now, but we're not like, but that's my thing is like for, for a self-care purpose, I don't care how you're moving your body, but I can guarantee you there is a kind of way that you can move your body. That's going to make you feel great. Yeah. And it's just about figuring out what that is for you. Yeah. It could be swimming. Yeah. Like, which I love. I love that. And it's refreshing, especially, you know, with the heat. Because it's hot as hell outside. Yeah. Real hot. Roasting the cup in my car <laughs> melted in the 10 minutes what? I went into the coffee shop. Like actually before. melted? Yeah, totally melted. Oh. Yeah, in my car. Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah, I was a little afraid. I'm from Florida and I don't know that I've had a cup melt in my car. Florida's a whole other country. It is. Yeah, <laughs> we're like, we should be like just turned into an island and pushed into the ocean. <laughs> Honestly, um, we're our own little thing. But, um, Anyway, anyway, back to self-care stuff. Love you, Florida. <laughs> love you, Florida. I really do love Florida. Um, but yeah, so like, and I will say like, I um, I do schedule, like I have really bad feet. I was a dancer for a long time. So mm, like okay. I, and not because I still do yoga, it yeah. does put a lot of pressure on my feet. So I will go get a pedicure, but I don't do it every month. I do it, you know, once every three or four months. Mm-hmm. But that for me is like a nice treat. And um, I love doing that. Um, or like, I know you are a lover of words, like journaling for Mm -hmm. me. That's a great way to do self-care too, just to kind of like check in with yourself and see where your head's at and kind of figure out all that stuff. I've always been kind of jealous of people who are like journalers because I don't really journal. I don't really, I don't do it regularly, but I like, I love to consume other people's thoughts. So I am a huge fan of poetry and a huge fan of like essays. I read a lot of essays and like collections of essays and um what's your favorite um poet or a few of your favorites oh gosh uh, I love May Sarton okay um definitely a big fan and um uh Simon Van Boy I believe is how you say his name um he writes uh collections of essays that are also really amazing love um, that so if you guys are into poetry you want to try that oh my god I could probably <laughs> talk about books for as long as we're talking about self-care <laughs> another big thing for me and this is really similar to like exercise for me is food and drink. Like mm-hmm. what I'm putting into my body, especially if it's like one of those crazy psycho weeks mm-hmm. or my schedule's out of control. And I don't think I, I mean, this might just be something I've noticed like each year, like as I've been getting older, it's become more and more of a factor for me, mm-hmm. but there are certain things that I eat that make me feel amazing. And there are certain things I eat that make me feel terrible. Mm-hmm. And it takes like so many days to get out of my system. Yeah. 
And I've realized that that has had a bigger effect. Like I, I consider that self-care. Like I consider like eating totally. oh, it, it completely and drinking is. or not drinking. The fuel things. that you put into yeah. your body is fueling your career. Like the, yeah. it's the direct line. You are what you eat. You are what you consume. Um, but it is like you said, like so much about how you feel when you eat certain foods, because yeah. there's an entire industry out there that will shame people for what they do, sure. be it food or exercise. And it really more so has to do with, or what we all should strive to do is focus more so on how we feel when we eat whatever or oh, exercise yeah. in, in different ways. Um, but yeah, like there is, there is a certain type of fuel that is good for you and there are foods that are not fuel, but if you've had a hard day or it's your friend's birthday party, eat however many petite right. foods you want to. Yeah. And you're, that's and that's going to make you super excited and, yeah. and like you're having a great time and but yeah, I mean, my thing too is like, um, like with alcohol, like mm-hmm. I, if I know I have like a marathon of a few weeks coming up, I will really severely limit the amount of alcohol that I have because I yeah. know that it, one, it, you know, lowers my immune system. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't want to get sick during that marathon time Two, It, you know, is not doing anything to help keep my energy up yeah. for the long term and keeping me sure. in good shape. So like I have gotten so much more conscious and aware of those kinds of things too, where yeah. I'm like, you know, like even if it is like a, a social event or like someone's birthday, I'm like, this is really fun. And like, I want to hang out and I'm going to be here and I might have a drink, but like, I know that for me and my self care, mm-hmm. I'm just going to stop there because I want to make sure that I'm feeling great for the rest of this week. Yeah, totally. I mean, when you drink, you, uh, alcohol does like well, actually, I should say it does different things to different people. Sure. But uh, for me, I definitely feel like very bloated when I drink. Yeah. And because I am still an actor and kind of a vain person, definitely vain person, um, <laughs> when you're in front of the camera, you don't, you know, you want to look a certain way or, or whatever. And um, I actually, I pretty much stopped drinking um, a, about a year ago when I sort of like cool. uh, turned some things on its head in my life. And it was definitely the right decision. Every once in a while, like you said, yeah. like, it's really fun to have a drink. Like, friend's about to leave the country. We were out there the other night and I was yeah. like, oh, I'm a drink. It's fine. Um, but yeah, like you just knowing the effect that it has on you is super important and not just, um, uh, not letting alcohol be your self care in a way. Yeah. Which I definitely see with a lot of people in sure. this industry. Cause again, like sort of threw it back to, uh, earlier, like the starving, struggling artist yeah. thing. And I don't know. I just don't want to like live my life exhausted. Sure. No. And that's yeah. the thing is, I mean, like I said, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I think I'm like also like a nerd about like, I think cocktails, and, like all yeah. that, the science of it is oh, so yeah. cool. And yeah. like, I went to Napa and I had the best time and like, Oh, I'm Italian. Yeah. Wine is the best yeah. thing. So cool. So like for me, so <laughs> sometimes really like yeah. if I'm yeah. like going to like a wine tasting or something sure. that can be a wonderful experience that I feel so relaxed and that is self-care. But balance, right. There's some balance there where like, I also know, um, that alcohol just doesn't affect my body in the most positive way. So like, if I have shit to do, yeah, then my self care is going to be abstaining from having a lot of alcohol. And apparently I heard this thing on NPR that, uh, alcohol, um, now I'm going to forget exactly what the thing is, but basically it, uh, allows you to get like sunburned quicker if you drink. Yeah. It like lowers something, the level of something in your body, which I don't remember exactly what it is, but it lowers this level so that it is, uh, you, you burn quicker. That is so interesting. I've never heard that before. So if you drink, put on more sunscreen, not only do you like, sometimes people get you like so drunk because they they forget to put on more sunscreen, but also it like does things to your like chemical makeup. Wow. That's a new one. 
That's really good to know. I'm a very pale person. So <laughs> that's that's really good to know. So Just put her under a tent. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. When I go to the beach, I'm under the umbrella the whole time. Sometimes in this industry, when uh, on social media, it, it looks like you're working a lot, and and thank goodness, like the last two years, I have been working a lot, which is mm-hmm. awesome. But people will perceive that as if, okay, this person's doing a lot. I could probably get something from them if I'm around uh... them. Um, then I don't know, those kind of people, do you trust them? Do you not? But just being able to kind of like tell if someone's in your life because they also want to support you and you want to support them right? or if they just want to try and like get something from you, knowing that is empowering and also like healthy. Um, Absolutely. I think, I mean, I I call them energy vampires. Energy vampires. I mean, they can also be time vampires or resource vampires, but like if, yeah, no, that's a big thing. And I think, um, you know, no community, no market is immune to those. I think we're very lucky that we do have a really positive and supportive community in Atlanta and, and, and in the Southeast, but you will find those people everywhere. Mm-hmm. And learning how to say no to them is 100% a way that you can care for yourself, you yeah. know? And I will say too, like, it's funny when you said energy vampire, you're absolutely right. There are, there are people like that. And, you know, this is such a Southern expression, but bless their heart. They're doing the best they can with what they got. Sure. And they, and everybody wants to move forward sure. and that's where it comes from. I'm sure 99% of the time, everyone means well. Yeah. Um, but I think really what's an energy vampire in my life that I'm trying to work on is social media mm-hmm. and being on call in my email all the time and yeah. um, checking my phone. And so like, I got the, there's an, app can we say an app on here is it like a yeah like an endorsement okay well I'm fully down to endorse this app but it's called moments and it like tells you how much time you spend on your phone yeah do you have I've used it before yeah it's great yeah and like Instagram will tell you how much time you spend on there um I don't think Facebook does it because they just want us to become robots you can see if you have an iPhone I know they have it built into some of uh, after a certain point like model of the iPhones or maybe just like a certain iOS update yeah. They'll show you like how much you use each of the apps on your phone. Yeah. So that's also good if you have that. Totally. I just, I think that that, especially with what we do, where we're always concerned about what's the next job, what's the next thing I'm going to be doing. Oh, well, I see they're doing this or mm-hmm. they're doing that. That comparison, comparison is the thief of joy. Mm-hmm. Truest thing I've ever heard. Oh yeah. Will eat you alive and it will totally suck your energy. Um, and knowing that or reminding yourself, I'm trying to remind myself that you do not have to constantly be checking what everyone else is doing to be relevant. Sure. To be of worth or value. Yeah. Taking the time away from all of that stuff and just being present and uh, <laughs> repressing the FOMO or whatever <laughs> is good because, you know, Ultimately, like if the internet went down tomorrow, like, would you still be a right. healthy functioning human? Yeah, no. And I, um, I'm totally with you on that. And that's something I need to get better at, especially because it's a little bit harder for me because so much, a lot of my yeah. day job right. involves being on social media for my clients right. too. Yeah. Um, but one of the good things about that is I've started to try to apply my methodology for using social media for my clients and for business for myself. Totally. So I love that the whole purpose of social media, and I've said it on here before, like is to be social. So if you find that you're always on social media and you're scrolling and just looking at people and looking at things all the time and like consuming and taking in all of that, 
um, that means you probably aren't using it in the best way, especially if you are an actor or someone who has a busy schedule or you're wanting to like be healthier with your use of social, of social media. Yeah. So my thing is I, you know, if I don't have something to release as content that I'm adding to the pile, yeah. um, then I'm going to spend, I set whatever time I want, like 10, 15 minutes, whatever it is, mm-hmm. five minutes. Um, and in that time, that's all the time I have. And my goal is to engage mm-hmm. on social media. So that means like commenting or like going through someone's stories and like sending them a message about how awesome I think whatever they're doing is Definitely. or however I feel. But like if you're on there and you're not engaging and you're not connecting with people and you're not using it for the actual purpose that it's used for, then you probably are in that space where you're just looking like hungrily at what everyone else is doing. Yeah. I, I love the, the, the whole thing that you just said, I love the whole like I, I, engaging idea because it is, it is an amazing tool that yeah. we have to be able to know what so many people in our lives are doing and keep mm-hmm. up with friends from years ago or friends on the other side of the world. Um, it is an amazing uh, uniter. And I do think there is a lot of positive things that are coming from it. And not only just like work, like super mm-hmm. cool work sure. like you're doing that, like, you know, you can like work from home and like help out all these yeah. clients and stuff, but also having um, just like a beautiful um, collective voice um, sure. on social media. I think that with everything going on in the world, it's really cool to see how like, my sister is nine years younger than me. And I do feel that's even like a whole different, I mean, it is a whole different generation and they're so much more accepting than um, my parents' generation was. Mm -hmm. And and our generation is more accepting than it just, the more you get to know other people, you have a harder time. You have a harder time being afraid of what you don't know. So if you're all connected on social media and you are seeing other people's life experience and um, things that are happening in really horrible parts of the world or our country are like constantly shown, then yeah. like at least we're all more united and we understand someone else's plight. And so there mm-hmm. is like a healthy balance to all of it. Yeah. Again, balance. I feel like I should like say balance <laughs> like a rainbow. Balance. Like imagination. Yeah. It's on like, like a poster. <laughs> exactly. Like those those posters that we used to have in like elementary yeah. school that would like say like balance and then like have a yeah. person on top of a mountain or something. Yeah, like yeah. with a cat. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> it's like, it yeah, engaging your audience on there is super cool and being able to like be connected and sure. like in, you know, part of a larger discussion about right. how to like move society forward yeah. is super great. Yeah, um, I find like when I'm, yeah. when I know that I at least am like, I'm commenting three super encouraging positive things on other people's posts when yeah. I'm on social media, like that makes me feel better about using it. Maybe people aren't doing that to me, but that's okay. Cause like I feel, I'm like, my interaction with social media as in general is more positive. Yeah. So well, that's, and that's good. It's, I think, and, and I think honest, I mean, I don't know, I guess I shouldn't say that I was going to say, I think most people's experience of it, of it is positive, but I shouldn't generalize like that. I think it's just, um, it is whatever you make of it. Exactly. And sometimes it yeah. tends to make you uh, like in, in a way, like kind of, uh, uh take the reins or, or control you in a sense. Sure. Um, and once that happens, then there's like a lot of unhealthy things that follow. Yeah. But if you take back the power and, and use it as a specific tool, exactly. Be yeah. conscious of like, you know, what it's doing to your life and, yeah. um, you'll be able to care for yourself. Sure. Better. No, it's so true though. It's so true. I mean, that's very much on like the mental side of it. And I mean, I'm all about community and like bridging the gap between spaces so like whatever your community yeah. is like if you're friends with someone on social media and like you've never talked to them 
Like, that's weird. Like, go talk to them. Like, have a like, – even if you're – Oh, you mean, like, in, in real life? In real, in real life or yeah. on social media, though. Yeah. Like, unless it's – I mean, unless it's, like, I a celebrity. If it's, like, a celebrity or something. But, like – There's just too many I don't humans know. in the world. And, like, sometimes people will send friend requests or whatever. And, and I wish them the best. And yeah. And I hope that we do cross paths at some yeah. point. But, like, I don't know. You're probably not going to, like, accept or, like – True. I think it's also <laughs> – I have this other thing, too, like, where I think that social media is not – like we're monkeys, like we are apes. We cannot handle this much information all the time, especially about other, what other um, humans are doing. <laughs> and um, yeah, I just think that it's it's just too much for our brains. And so knowing what your like capacity is, and then stepping back from it is really empowering. Sure. And it's that I'm, I'm working toward I, again, like no. Uh, I don't want to act like some sort of authority on this, but it's something that I strive for is that balance and that like right wherewithal to know like oh I have sat on my phone for 45 minutes and scrolled I need to go read a book or be by myself or walk in the woods or go for a walk with a friend or um read a play or something yeah and I think that's I mean that's a great segue into we kind of touched on this too but like self-care on a budget (laughs) yeah because that I think and even for me like sometimes I have to check myself because I think about the first things that come to our minds usually are things you have to spend money on. Yeah. Um, but I think, I mean, I mean, we've listed many things mm-hmm. also that you don't have to spend money on. Yeah. So what would you say for like, kind of like wrapping your brain around that? Or like, what have you experienced with that? Well, pretty much everything that I did like suggest, which is yeah. stuff that I do is all stuff on a budget because, uh, you know, with, with all of this freelance world and, and, um, not being sure where your next job is going to come from. I am such a saver. Like everything, like just put it into my savings and never touch it. (laughs) Um, But that's silly because sometimes you have to, but you know, it just, I I don't spend a lot of money because I just don't know what the future is going to look like. So yeah, self-care on a budget for me is definitely um, because we have such a beautiful city and and surrounding areas like hiking and going Mm -hmm. into the woods and like just being very like at one with nature and stuff is super nice. Um, hanging out with friends and like crafting. I also paint Ooh, fun. and uh, draw and um, I really like to like decorate, but like not in any sort of professional way, but just like, oh, you're moving. Can I help you oh, that's like, awesome. decorate things? And like, we'll go shop at the thrift store and we'll revamp a bunch <laughs> of stuff. Um, so yeah, anything that's, anything that's creative, yeah. um, that has nothing to do with how much money I'm going to make off of sure. it is actually quite, uh, restorative oh, I love that. for me. Like I'll just paint or draw because I just really love it. Yeah. It's not because I'm like, okay, this canvas costs this much and oil costs this much and then right. I have to put it up on Etsy and then what are the percentages of what I need to charge people? No, right. no, 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 no. This is for my own mental balance. It's for you. Just creating something. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Oh, I love that. Also, like, yeah. can I please just say, like, what artistic thing can you not do? Because <laughs> you just keep listing, like, artistic things that you're able to do, and I'm blown away because I can't, like, draw or paint to save my life. Yes, you can. I will fight you on that. Um, because <laughs> I can't can. do it well. <laughs> Have you seen abstract art? Um, That's true. That, that would be my realm. That would definitely be my realm. Yeah. Um, never ask me to make a portrait of you because <laughs> it will be very sad. No um, worries. Won't do. <laughs> but I'm sure I would still love to see it and uh, you can't um, do whatever you put your mind to. But uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm really bad at playing musical instruments and trying desperately okay. to play piano, but okay. I'm not good at that. 
Um, okay. And I'm sure, that, I mean, there are several. I was saying, see, I love that. music. So I guess, we, well, we're, you'll take the fine arts. Great. You play and um, yeah. we'll do, do the music. Right, maybe. exactly. We'll do the music. That's, how, <laughs> that's the proper verbiage. Um, yeah. What else is other things about self-care on a budget? Because I remember I was talking earlier about like some of the things that we wanted to yeah, do Yeah. I mean, I, so like I'm, and I've mentioned this, you guys are all probably tired of me talking about meditation, but like <laughs> I'm big into meditation. Nice. Um, that's something that like yoga which I do pay for yoga um, a lot of times, um, or I'll do it at home by myself, which is free, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, but like meditation is a great way for me to kind of just center myself, totally, get yeah. my shit in order. Um, I have a hard time sitting, so I will do walking meditation. Yes, which is and totally that's great that too. It is indeed. Yeah. Um, yeah, you don't have to even have your eyes closed to do meditation. You, if you just don't like that, you can keep your eyes open. You can walk. Um, yoga for me is meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I just think so, so, so good. Um, and you can start slow and build up to it, but I think it's so good for anyone and everyone. And that's very free. Yeah. Um, I love that. Um, I will, I'm not really a consistent journaler, but sometimes if I feel like I really just need a break, I'll, um, either just mind dump, get all of my thoughts out on a piece of paper and throw it away. Like it's not something I'm going to keep. Yeah. Um, or I do love writing. Um, so yeah. I'll work on, nice. you know, a new short or I'll work on my, one of my features that is in eternal progress. That I didn't know you write. Oh yeah. Wait, why did we not talk about this? Okay. Talk yeah. About this. Talk about this. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> I love awesome. writing. So that's like something that you do to like kind of. Yeah. It's fun for me. Like I'm Good. still, I mean, not that like acting isn't fun for me, but for me, you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, so there's it's, like this like misconception that like everything to do with acting is right. fun. And like the whole industry is like, oh, you work in sure. film. That's so fun. It is fun a lot of the time. Yeah. And like I, I but love it's a business. Industry, but it's a business. Right. And like everything leading up to actually like being on set and being on set because that's yeah. part of your job is not always fun. Sure. Yeah. Doing something like that. Just like yeah. Because it's not, you know, it's not something I'm being commissioned to do. It's sure. not something that. Um, I mean, I would love to, you know, see all of it through and if someone wants to buy it, like great, Mm -hmm. but like, that's not with things like that. It's not like my intention behind creating it. Totally. Um, one thing I was going to throw out there with the self-care on a budget too, was, um, something that another friend of I and I like to talk about a lot is healthy finances, Mm. which was never a part of my life (laughs) until like two years ago. And I was like, I don't even know how much money I spent this month. Um, and I like help like build budgets for like the projects that I work on. And so it's like, I'm good with other people's money. So yeah, over the last two years I have gotten way better with my own and getting things like QuickBooks to help Mm -hmm. you like know how much you've spent and invoice people also. And everything's like, you know, very streamlined Um, ad for QuickBooks. uh, (laughs) Sponsor us. Yeah, exactly. And then, um, I mean, there's a couple other like apps and, um, and tools documenting of those kind of things. So that you really do like kind of have like a sense of control. Sure. And, and having rules for yourself rules, about, yeah. you know. Which like, is good. It's yeah, healthy. Like so good. Don't just spend a bunch of money on, you know, even when you go to coffee shops, like that stuff adds up. Yeah. And if you can budget that a little bit better and have a little mm-hmm. bit more money in your gas tank to go on a hike. Sure. Like up in the mountains on a weekend or something or, you know, even go like on a trip yeah. somewhere far. Um, is super good too. Oh, so yeah, that's healthy a great point. financial planning is self care. Yeah, man. Oh, on it. Honestly, it's like I hope you guys aren't laughing at us because I am so about that. <laughs> I am so about that. Good. Um, because no, I mean, I'm like very 
when I started dating Michael, that was like some of my first questions is about like, so what do you do? Like how much money do you put away? Like immediately upon getting your paycheck, because that's the thing I do. Like the second my paycheck comes in, I put into savings a certain amount every month. And that's just a rule. And like, I don't touch that. I have certain things that that's for or not for, Mm -hmm. and I just do it immediately. And that's like habit now. But Mm -hmm. like, I am really glad that I've been doing that for the past couple of years because now when I look at my savings account, there's actually money in there. Yeah. (laughs) That's like, it's really good. It's very empowering. It's at first it was very scary. Like, you know, Oh, I just like, don't think about it. Like it it won't be there, but um, surprise is how that works. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, it, it was very empowering to kind of like, take that step. And and I've been learning so much over the last two years. I have a couple of friends who are very intelligent when it comes to money. And I have just learned so much from them through long walks and talking (laughs) about things like this. Um, and yeah, it's been so helpful to kind of like know exactly, um, where all of my money needs to go to, because I'm not quite sure where it's coming Mm. from every month, you know? So, um, there's some sort of sense of control there, which definitely helps my anxiety. Oh yeah. And just being able, cause like, I mean, if, whether you're a contractor, freelancer, or or not, um, I think it is really nice when you can get to a place where you don't have that moment of panic, like each month of yeah. like, am I going to have enough revenue coming in next month? Right. You know, and um, obviously that's different for everyone, and like that's a whole journey in and of itself. But yeah. I think getting whatever you need to do to get to a place where that's not a major stressor that's like wiping you out for the week and affecting everything else you're doing is a hundred percent taking care of yourself. Yeah. And that, and that's like, it's, it's kind of a constant pursuit. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, as all of these things sort of are and uh, yeah, but it's, it's definitely worth um all of the struggle of numbers sure. <laughs> to, to understand it, you know, sure. and my brain does not automatically work like that. I was a theater major. Neither does um, mine. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. it's right. It's, it's tough to like be like, Oh, okay. I have to like calculate things now, but there are so many lovely, awesome apps to help you do that. Yeah. yeah take uh, advantage of those apps. Um, yeah. and it just like a little bit of effort there. Well, yeah. like if it, if a tiny bit of effort and getting the education that you need to understand that, mm-hmm can help you have that much less stress, totally. that is worth it. Well, and it's also, I mean, yeah, and, and personally for me too, like knowing my, na- my fan- financial, <clears throat> knowing my financial state better helped with my business stuff mm-hmm. because in building budgets for people or um, in, you know, how much money needs to be allocated where for things, uh, it all bleeds together. And I just feel like I've come to like a much healthier place about all that, which is really nice, but I am still constantly learning and I am obsessed with learning more about this kind of stuff because yeah. I don't really feel like I learned much about it in school. Uh, no, no, nothing. Yeah. Like nothing. They did nothing to prepare us for real no. life. What are they doing? Except for like, I had some great teachers and I love them very much, but yeah, but like, stuff like that. Yeah. No, no, any thing I don't know I either ask my parents or Google like <laughs> yeah. straight up yeah. because and even my parents almost have to be like oh I don't know you should Google that because <laughs> like and don't get me wrong they're highly educated great people they know lots of things and sure. they help me so much yeah. but like there's certain things that like are really weird specific financial things or tax related things and we just don't know what they are yeah um yeah I definitely say I mean knowledge is power and yeah and there's a wealth of and, knowledge out there to teach you all about this kind of stuff and, even if your brain yeah. doesn't necessarily work that way yeah there are things that you can google or 
you know, resources you can, you can find. listen to that talk yeah. all about this kind of stuff. Sure. Um, and I think the more educated you are on something that scares you, like the less scary and less stressful and anxiety oh, ridden it is. Every time. I yeah. mean, getting into this is like also producing, not just acting. My knowledge of how a set needs to work and all of the moving parts and how much time is money helps me as an actor be like, you know what, this is my lane. This is exactly what I need to focus on today because this is what I was hired to do today. Mm -hmm. Let everybody else do their jobs. Sure. Not have unnecessary conversations with random people or feel like, um, oh, I'm so, I'm so blessed to be here. Like, no, this is what I'm here to do. You're paid to be here. Because you guys are paid to be here to do that. Right. Which on other days, I'm here to do that. (laughs) I'm here to have a heart attack over how much money is being right. spent or know exactly where the money is going and have a great group of people around me who know what they're spending, which is really <laughs> almost every crew that I have is like that. Like my people are amazing. Um, so yeah, so it's just, you know, it helps uh, all areas of your life to be like financially healthy. Yeah. And then when you're aware of your finances, you can know when you can splurge on those nice totally. spa days that yes. we're talking about. Yes, yes, yes. Or a trip. I or a trip. Big yeah. Fan of traveling because oh, yeah. like we were talking about earlier, then you, it's like doing all the things at once. You get to meet new people. Mm-hmm. You get to see a new place. You get to experience something else. Eat make you delicious food. Eat delicious food. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. We went to, uh, we had a family trip, went to the Cayman Islands. It was amazing. Oh. The best mango of my life. Oh, I bet. And they have these like weird, this is so off topic, these <laughs> weird um, local apples that are hmm. pears and apples. Oh, I think I've heard of those. They um, were I don't, don't they have like a special recommend. name? Don't they have like, I'm not sure. I think, I don't know. Be. Well, that sounds delightful. I've so never good. tried one, but yeah, good experience all these new things yeah. through traveling, but through, yeah, like knowing, okay, so good. This is how much I have to spend on a trip this year or something. Yeah. No, I'm the same exact way. I mean, I come from a travel family, so yeah, exactly, most people yeah. who know me know that like my favorite, um, gifts and like my most fun times are traveling and experiencing and activities and things. So yeah. do you have a favorite place that you've been? Oh, that's a hard question. Um, so I loved New Zealand. Yeah. That was like one of I, so jealous. beauty Top is ruined for me. <laughs> um, and I say it every time I talk about New Zealand, but like, so I went to Thailand um, like two years after I went to New Zealand okay. or like a year and a half after. And both are beautiful places. Like Thailand is gorgeous. I loved being there. I got scuba certified there. It was amazing. But like, I would, my family and I would all be looking at like this beautiful view in Thailand and they'd be like, oh, isn't this so pretty? I'd be like, yeah, it is. Oh, Not no. as nice as New Zealand. Oh, no. You but, were that like, girl. But like, but like, because I, I was, no, I was sitting there and like, it's, it's in my head though. Like now when I see beautiful views, yeah. I am awful and I just think about how much prettier New Zealand is. Um well, so I'm obsessed go. with New Zealand. I think Sponsor it's wonderful. Us, New Zealand. Yeah. I mean, they have a great tourism like I don't shout out to Sam because your parents are cool and are in charge of tourism for New Zealand. So definitely sponsor us. Um, but I love New Zealand. I love Japan. I'm, I'm big on Asia. Like I think Asia, I I like traveling to places, um, that are super different. So like I enjoy going to Europe, but in most places in Europe, it feels so pretty similar to me. It's like mm-hmm. a city and most people speak English pretty well or can at least help you get around. And um, 
nothing that you see there is usually very shocking or different. Yeah. So I get really psyched about going to places like Asia or Africa or things like that um, just because I like the adventure and I like totally. super immersing myself in a completely different place. Yeah. Um, so yeah. The best. yeah. So it's been a little while since I've gotten to go that far sure. abroad just because this past year we've been yeah. here and yeah. doing all the things. Well, as we were talking about here, uh, it's a lot of things Yeah, <laughs> to keep up a career doing all yeah, this. Yeah, it is. But um, yeah. Travel. I don't know why we didn't talk about travel for self-care earlier. Travel That's for like self-care is a, is a big one. I mean, it is, but be well, because it, it costs money and it's hard to yeah. do if, you know, and also too, I mean, this is a guarantee every time. I mean, growing up with both my parents in the industry, like it was a guarantee that if we booked a family <laughs> vacation, dad would book a job every oh, time. Oh no. And then once I started getting into this, it was a guarantee. So I mean, so someone I, was going to book something. Yeah. I had to fly back. Had, this is the most bougie sentence I will ever say. I had to fly back from the Cayman Islands early because <laughs> I had an active job. <laughs> um, and, but it was, it was, you know, how cool is that? Like that, that's like a phenomenon that happens. So as long as your ticket is wonderful so or funny. Um, yeah. So, you know, that's, that's a thing, but, um, uh, um, but yeah, traveling is so good as an actor and, and as a human, of course, like getting out of the microcosm that you live in and the bubble sure. is um, healthy and, and to experience a different part of the world and how other people live and something new mm -hmm. um, travel and books are the only two things you can buy that make you richer. I yeah. really believe that. Yeah. Um, because they both offer like sure a learning experience. And yeah. Something outside of yourself. All good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say also, um, if you're someone who like you are an actor and you're terrified of taking a trip because you don't want to book out and miss something or piss off your agent, um, stop thinking that right yeah. now because, because what matters yeah you go ahead sorry I, was I mean gonna, like, jump it, on this no, I go for so, it I go so I want to hear what you have this. to say go, go well go. no I'm sure we're on the same page yeah. about this I feel so strongly about like not putting your life on hold as a human yeah. being to pursue this which like I really hope that any of my friends or if my agent listens to this or whatever you don't get mad at me but like <laughs> living your life is the number sure. one important thing and then being successful in this business because right. you have to go and do and experience yeah. before your time is up and you never know when, this is right. so, so fatalistic of me but you never know when that is you so like know. yeah be balanced sure right. you know like don't spend all of your money on right or trip, like but. don't book out like every single week yeah because then your agent will be pissed off yes if you're submitted for if you get an audition request submit for the job unless right you know there's always circumstances for everything but like Sometimes people will just like not submit for like dumbest reasons. It always blows my mind. But you should save it up for when you like actually have like a trip coming right. and then like, oh, I'm so sorry. I actually am like traveling or right. I do have another job, so I can't do this. But um But yeah, yeah, no, but like don't don't let like fear of like missing like the audition yeah. like keep you from going or like there will always be know. more opportunities. Yeah. There are always more opportunities and it just and I can guarantee, like, even if you do have an audition come through that you would have been great for, like, it's not going to derail your career. No, like nothing. No, nothing that no audition that comes through that you could potentially miss because you're on a trip is going to ruin your career. That's there, just it. Like, yeah. it's just it's just not a thing. No, like there will be more opportunities if you are bal balanced and healthy enough to pursue this for a long time, mm -hmm. as everyone should strive to be if they want to be and if they want to step away from this business. Totally fine totally respect that. Um, but you just can't sit around and wait for the phone to ring. 
it's just super unhealthy. And, and, and that's not self-care. It's not self-care. Like go live your life, <laughs> like strive for balance and do what's good for you. And um, just, I, I run our social media account for the taping service that I um, work at and posted the thing today about this too. It was a quote that I found about like, you know, when you're done with your work at the end of the day, like let it go and don't mm. worry about the shoulda, woulda, coulda yeah. thing. Um, just do the best that you can, but like know that you're pursuing this for the long term. Right. Yeah. Go on the trip if you want to go on the trip because it's good for you. Yeah. Um, it's good for you as a person. It's good yeah. for your career. It's good for all the things. Yeah. And that's self-care. Yeah. Do mm. what's good for you. <laughs> I think that's a good note to end on. Cool. But seriously, thank you so much for being here. Yeah. And how can our listeners connect with you or support you in some of the projects that you're working on? Awesome. If you want to be nice to me, you can find me at a human Hannah on Instagram. If you want to be mean to me, don't find me at a human <laughs> Hannah on Instagram. Um, and Twitter. I think I'm just at Hannah Panuski. Cool. Yeah. And I will link all of those yeah, down below. Um, I do have some cool stuff that I can talk about. So we did just make a short film called Mend. Um, actually made that with my family, which was super cool. Oh, how cool. And a bunch of my friends. And so it was cool to kind of like blend those two worlds. Yeah. Because um, I know a bunch of ama- amazing artists. So to put all of them together was super cool. Oh, that's so cool. And then I'm going to work on a short um, coming up with uh, Jonathan Mitchell and Madison Hatfield who are in town. Super excited about that. Um, and I'll be in, uh, Gemini Man, which is Angley's new movie. It'll come out in October. Sweet. And I'll be in, um, Ron Howard's next film, Hillbilly Elegy, uh, which I, I actually have no idea when that's coming out, but, um, It'll be later on. Yeah. So. And then, uh, I think my episode of Mr. Mercedes will air in October or November. Sweet. So October's going to be a popping month for it's you. It's weird how, like, cause we filmed G- Gemini Man, uh, Almost two years ago or okay. a year and a half ago. And then uh, Mr. Mercedes I shot earlier this year, but they're going to mm-hmm. probably come out around the same time. Um, I actually lost 40 pounds in between those two jobs. So it's going to be wow. like a weird thing for them to come out the same time. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, the time, but, the time gap there. Okay. Is... But that the Gemini Man, like, it, not to give too much of it away, but there's a ton of VFX. Okay. I'm super excited to see it. Oh, my gosh. I'm super excited to see it. So, yeah. So keep an eye out for Hannah and all those projects and – Hit her up on the Instagram. Yeah, thank you for having me. This is really fun. Thank you. And this is such a cool thing that you do. And I've listened to a bunch of episodes and I I love it. Thanks so much. Well, I'm glad that now your episode's going to be up there with them. (laughs) All right, guys, that wraps us up for this week's show. I hope you all enjoyed getting to know Hannah as much as I did. You know, self-care is so important in this industry. I encourage you all to take the time to discover a self-care plan that truly works for you and honor your commitment to yourself to stick to it. You know, I think so many of us are really quick to be kind to others while putting our own needs and wants on the back burner. Blocking off space and time for your own care isn't selfish. Um, In fact, it helps ensure that you can continue to show up in the world with your best foot forward and share that light that's inside of you. You are worthy of love and kindness, and you are worthy of self-care. So that's all for today, folks. Be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode of the show and share this episode with a friend who could totally use it today. I look forward to connecting with you guys over on Instagram about the weekly challenge, this episode, or anything else you might want to chat about. You can connect with us at It's a Slate of Mind or at Allison underscore Hazelden. See you next week.
Well, friends, that's it for this week's episode of It's a Slate of Mind. I'm Allison Hazelden, and thank you for joining us. See you next time.